2: Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. We're here to continue our series of that one play, and we're going to talk about one of certainly the notorious plays in Ravens history. Uh, and uh, it's not a pleasant one to talk about. And these aren't all, you know, in the, in the shared misery that is being a professional sports fan. We tend to go over a lot of these horrible moments as well. I've already had several that they, among the early recordings. But uh, joining me to do this is Ed Lup. Uh, he's going to talk about the Billy Cundiff miss and kind of what that meant to him. Uh, and I'll, I'll let him explain that to you. Ed, how you doing?
3: Doing great, man. I like you introducing me as a villain. That's pretty cool.
2: <laughs> so, as we get older, we tend to play the villain role a little bit more. But, uh, but there you go. So, Ed, I, how can people talk football with you online?
3: Well, if they want to, they can reach out to me on Twitter. My name is Vengeance. V-E-N-G-N-C-E. Uh, besides that, talk combat sports, boxing, UFC, you know, fun stuff like that.
2: All right. Very good. I got, definitely met some good boxing people through football, so that's, uh, that's interesting. So, uh, Ed, we're g- talking about this thing. Obviously, there's some setup we need to do in terms of the game. The Ravens had beaten the Texans to get to the AFC Championship game in a, in a tight game at home, uh, put it away on Ed Reed's interception late. And then they uh, went to Foxborough and were trailed at halftime, and that's always bad news because the Belichick slash Brady, actually, I think it's probably the Brady um, Patriots, had never lost a halftime lead at home uh, in all I their years. It
3: so, never is is it was that never. Two thousand
2: twelve was the first time. So okay. So so that was uh, there was a, it was a never. They were sixty seven and zero or something, but at that point they they were uh, you know probably whatever, 59-0 and or whatever. It would have been a season before. So however many games were. Anyway, they, the uh, The Ravens uh, took the lead in the third quarter, uh, 20-16. to the, the Patriots came back early in the fourth quarter. Tom Brady did not have a particularly good game, but he snuck one in to go up 23-20. And the Ravens had a couple of chances, a couple of chances to try and move the ball and they got stopped. So they had a... Uh, in, in that fourth quarter, we'll talk about, uh, they got the ball with 1129 left and they had a first and 10 at the Patriots 46, but there was an interception, uh, and that sucked. But then Tom Brady threw the ball right back to Jimmy Smith again, uh, who unfortunately intercepted in the end zone. So the Ravens had to kind of start over. They drove to the new England 33, where on fourth and six Flacco's pass for Pitta was incomplete. Uh, So that was certainly unfortunate. And Patriots got the ball back. They fortunately engineered a three and out of their own uh, on which Ed Reed, this is one of the real plays that I remember from this game. Ed Reed had a diving PD against Aaron Hernandez. There's a lot of suspicion at that point that Ed Reed was not going to come back for 2012. He picked up the ball, walked towards the sideline with it, and it looked like this is the last play of my career. I'm saving this football kind of thing. And I really thought that he might be retiring after that play watched the play. I'm like, Oh my God, he's, he's retiring. Look at that. And, uh, and uh, anyway, he took the ball to the sideline. And, uh, and uh, of course, he did come back and play in 2012. And then again, in 2013, when he was just scamming people out of money, if you understand his hall of fame speech and how he delivered that. No. (laughs) But anyway, let's come back to the, to the, the drive after that remarkable play by Reed Uh, Ravens, you know, get the ball, drive up the field, bunch of passes to Anquan Bolden. Uh, There was some, one of the things that's kind of interesting about this is Lee Evans actually got out of the offense for the first time that year in this game. He he had a a passer rating, might have been zero, but it's very close to zero during the season. It kind of depends on what you call a target, but four of 27 balls thrown to him, he caught no interceptions, no touchdowns rather, and three interceptions. So I believe that worked out to a passer rating of zero throwing to Lee Evans for the year prior to this game, but in this game, he actually had some catches.
3: Well, he also didn't have one as it turns out.
2: (laughs) Uh, True enough for sure. Uh, in, in the game, he had three, he caught three of four targets. I can't remember the one he missed for 39 yards, including a long of 20 and, and, uh, and did participate in some of these uh, significant plays for the Ravens to get them up the field and in, in, in scoring position. So it, we we all know what happened on the Evans play. I guess we have to talk about that briefly, uh, at least before we sure. talk about the conduct miss and what that meant. Tell me from your perspective, what did, what did you see from the Evans kind of non-catch?
3: I saw basically an NFL play on both sides. So there's nearly double coverage, on that corner that pylon that Evans is running towards and he uh, the throw is on the money like basically on his on his numbers and he at least puts an, an arm on it just doesn't secure it enough and Sterling Moore I recall from the Patriots is the guy who batted it away with his right hand
2: mm-hmm. yeah he did and uh, obviously very unfortunate uh, all kinds of things. I mean, he was close in terms of the, the the necessary steps before the before the punch out happened. If he could have suddenly done some toe tapping. I don't know how they rule that. But, you know, you're supposed to be two steps, three steps, whatever. I don't know if you're allowed to make real quick steps yourselves to secure the football that way. But this it, was it,
3: prior to the Calvin Johnson rule.
2: The Calvin Johnson rule had to do with not, uh, being able to secure the football, even though it touches the ground. This would yeah, have been yeah, it was like three
3: steps, the bounce, and all of that. So I think this would have been what like just we'll just call it two of three, two and a half.
2: Yeah, and if he, if he could have if you could have tapped those feet, the point was, I think it probably would have been called a. a Uh, touchdown at that point without having him to go through a tackle or whatever in the end zone and, or, or even to have the the risk of a strip, if they're going to say, Oh, that's one, two, three, there you go. Uh, You know, he would have been uh, in good shape, but unfortunately more made a good play. It was a, it was a great strip. I mean, it really was, but Evans uh, had a chance to send the Ravens to the Super Bowl It didn't happen obviously. And, and uh, that'll be for another show, I'm sure. But then, you know, that wasn't quite the end of the drive there. The Flacco had one more chance. I believe that throw was on second down. Is it correct?
3: I uh, recall it being on second. It, okay. it didn't matter ultimately.
2: No. Well, I mean, they had another chance is at the touchdown was the point. That, uh, yeah, on second down was Sterling Moore getting a PD. And then on third and one, so there's still 22 seconds left. So they're at the 14-yard line. They're probably going to get another couple throws into the end zone if if they're certainly going to try if they got a first down there but there's an incomplete to Pitta against Sterling Moore with the PD on that play that that's not remembered too frequently i remember i I don't think it was in traffic by the way that was kind of a dangerous pass um and there was a quarterback hit on the play by Fletcher uh any any memories from that before we get to the the kind of walking on the field and and doing his best the only thing i remember is that they did have a
3: timeout and anything inbounds would have actually had, okay, call timeout. We're going to take the next, the extra shot.
2: Right. So they, they, they weren't, they shouldn't have been rushed though after an incomplete pass because it wasn't incomplete. There's 15 seconds left. So they, they, yes, you're right. If they, if that inbounds, I'm trying to look back to when they used their timeouts. They called number one with 253 to go, another one of 58 seconds to go on that drive. So they did have one timeout left. So, I think I've heard it said, and it's maybe it's not about this kick, that a timeout should have been called to give a kicker more time. It's like de-icing the wings <laughs> of the kicker before he kicks.
3: Well, debatably, that's the old school Tom Brady tuck rule game, where if you give him more time, we can just clear the snow. Yeah, you can't kick the snow back if you're the opposing team. It doesn't apply here.
2: And, uh, and then the kick itself. What? what Take us through your memories you how, you how you reacted to that
3: so the way that i saw it is that new england didn't really line up in any sort of well you know designed ultimate block situation it didn't look anything suspicious it looked pretty routine the timing of the snap kick and hold looked to be 1.3 or 1.4 seconds which is a, about right about average and condiff later even said he himself that he just missed it mm-hmm. Although he did feel that the timing may have been off, although that seemed to be more mental than physical. And it was a true miss. It wasn't like the hold was bad or the snap was, you know, over the guy's head or anything. It's a kick he's made a million times, didn't make it in that scenario.
2: Yeah, I don't recall there being much of a rush from the outside. And and I think. There probably should not have been. If I were Belichick in that situation, I'd be telling everybody earmuffs and you know doing, doing this kind of thing and telling people don't jump offsides no matter what. That's a first down. You will give them two more shots at the end zone. They have a timeout. That that would be horrible. So let them kick the field goal. They're going to they're going to kick it anyway. It's a, it's almost a sure thing to get this game to overtime. It's what we want. So don't attempt to rush off the outside. So kind of should not really have been much threatened on this kick. It was just a matter of get it up high enough to get it through.
3: Yes. And it had plenty of height. Of course, it also had plenty of wrong way uh, Uh that mean, you know, I, I don't know how he processed that,
0: Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available
4: at HashtagRenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.
3: Certainly, it's a kick he, we would expect him to make. Checking on his stats, I don't see that he missed one from that range and in the last... I think it was the year prior, or even maybe... Uh, yeah, that's right. So, uh, checking it... No, he missed one the year prior from being 30, like 35-yard range, and then he had two in that season that were also there. But if it's under 30, he was gold.
2: Yeah, well, his career had a lot of misses from short range. He was 57 of 75 from 30 to 39. That is terrible, folks. I don't know yeah. if that should have figured <laughs> into the whole thing or not, but let's see. In, in his in his years with Baltimore, he was pretty damn good. He went he went in 2010, he was 8 of 9 from that range. In 2011, he was 10 of 12 from that range. Honestly, that's not There's that good. It's, good. it's really not that good.
3: It's not good enough. And dare I even say, I don't want you to, but... He, one of the decisions earlier in the game was going for it, oh, I think, on fourth and six from about a 50 yard mm-hmm. distance, where he was one of six that season. Mm-hmm. And that had to have played a factor.
2: Yeah, that, I mean, that was certainly the right call. You also don't, I mean, I wouldn't want to have put Tom Brady in a position where he was able to drive for the win and the clock running out at the same time. That's just a bad situation. You're, you're better off almost trailing at that moment. And forcing Brady to play three down conservative football and and work with a conservative play call, the balance of strategies just in the NFL favor the trailing team. That's just the, the, the facts of life. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, the, the the kick went wide left. I remember it being looking really ugly and sideways off his foot. Did you rewatch it at all? I, I couldn't bring yeah. myself to do it. Yeah.
3: Yes. It was awkward and it was nothing like, I'm going to really give a shout out to the Ohio state people on this, the Noah Ruggles kick from <laughs> uh, not about a month ago, nothing like that, but yeah, it was definitely awkward.
2: Yeah. Uh, other, other memories that, that, uh, you know, obviously we saw Terrell Suggs react to it on the sideline. Other things you picked up on the moment. I think befuddlement is the right word for this one.
3: And uh, whoever 24 was on the Patriots was the first one to react like the Patriots just got the game. I, I remember that. Hands in the air.
2: Like they're going to the Super Bowl, except they are actually yeah. are going to the Super Bowl because of it. That's Arrington, yeah. Kyle Arrington.
3: Yeah, thank you.
2: There's <laughs> uh, a couple of things I remember about that. We were at the game, and the the first thing is from our vantage point, we were right at midfield to our right was both the kick of course and lee evans drop and first of all the lee evans play i i thought he caught the ball i was like we're going to the super bowl and i was you know all, all hugging maureen and everything we were we were really excited about it and she goes no he, he dropped it and so, oh, just, no. she that. so that was bad so we were celebrating around that but the, the other the, the the rest of the crowd was around us was was death death nail they didn't pick up right away either or they were you know not Sanguine about the current situation being what it was, still only leading by three, and the Ravens having another chance to throw for the answer. But for whatever re- reason, I was fooled at that moment, and and uh, really had an extra yanking of the Super Bowl rug from under my feet from from that particular play.
3: It hurts even more because you were there.
2: Yeah. Well, that's that's the nature. So anyway, the the uh, the kind of miss, I, I I couldn't believe it. I just, in you know, you're in you're in enemy territory. Everybody else is screaming and happy. You just want to get out of your row and get the frick out of Dodge, and sure. it's, it's just it's a it's not a comfortable feeling with just, just everybody seems to be in your way at a moment like that. I don't know if you if you feel that way when when you know your team is lost and and you you have to get out of the stadium and everybody else wants to stay and be happy and you want to get the hell out of there.
3: Yeah. And then it's worse if you have the middle seat versus the aisle, then yeah. you're done. Yeah. You're, you're stuck between all the, uh, well, whatever's out there at that point. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I really, really want that middle seat during the game. I don't like people getting up in front of me. It's an interesting thing, but I'm, I'm definitely a middle of the aisle seat guy. I, I actively seek it. I know there aren't a lot of people who do it, but but I'll always take middle of the row over, over either aisle because you're just, you're up, you get blocked. There's all kinds of bad things happen on the aisle.
3: I like the vantage point.
2: I got to give it to you on <laughs> that one. All right. A- any other memories from that day, or 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 what it did? Did did it throw you into a multi-day funk? What other things were going on that that uh, from the miss itself?
3: You know, not really. I would just say it's more of uh, like we got to watch the Patriots again. Yeah. Really, <laughs> we got to go through all this, and I'm sure there's people out nowadays that feel like it's doing the same thing for maybe watching the Chiefs play. Uh, I don't know if it's a thing, but it probably holds some similarity.
2: If, if the Ravens had gone to Kansas city to lose the AFC championship, actually they were going to go there. The, the, in the divisional round.
3: They would have been, yeah. Yeah.
2: So it would have, it would have been a, uh, uh, yeah, it, <laughs> you got to toss that on there. Cause that's more than the, it's more than the icing. It's more than the cherry. It's the, it's pretty much the entire cake is that the Ravens yes. are out also at that point. So, I, you know, the only good thing that I, I see can, that came out of this, and you know, there's a whole lot of philosophical talk from Harbaugh between one season and next, or you know, the the days are long but the years are short kind of stuff. Like you can take that and put that somewhere else. What I what I what I really uh, thought was the one good thing that came out of it was Kudif was done as soon as he missed that kick. You don't recover from a kick like that. You know, he, absolutely. He, everybody knew right away he was not coming back, and and of course that led to the Justin Tucker. Uh, entry the next year, which was uh, obviously has been something very special.
3: And that's been my one big argument, like for the Ravens or anybody that wants to ask about Justin Tucker. I 100% believe he is a Raven because of that kick. And something to back me up on that is I believe it was Jerry Rosberg or it was Tucker's agent that said this. Tucker made the winning kick against a and in that rivalry game the season, the year before in 2011. And, and that's a kick that Tucker makes clutch regularly and whatever that is. And either of the two, probably his agent said 100% Justin Tucker doesn't miss that kick in the AFC championship. If Justin Tucker's a Raven, these guys are super bowl bound.
2: Well, I, I think that's probably true. And Justin's record from inside 40 is absolutely unbelievable for his career. But uh, from 30 to 39 yards, he's 106 of 109 career. 20 to 29, he's 96 of 96. So, yeah, even even in the 40s, Justin Tucker is a mere 104 of 116 at that distance, which is frankly incredible <laughs> in, its own, in its own right. But uh, I, here's the question I would pose to you as a Ravens fan. Was it worth not going to that Super Bowl? Because they wouldn't necessarily have won it. But was it worth not going to that Super Bowl in order to have Justin Tucker be a Raven?
3: I'll tell you yes, and every damn day since. Okay, You need more chances. it's It's not a window of opportunity. It's how many times can we get that opportunity in and of itself? And I think Tucker has put them there more often than not.
2: Tucker certainly has given them chances. He had, you know, he's had very big kicks from the Ravens over the years, and it is a little unfortunate that the Ravens haven't put him in even a better position to make more big playoff kicks for them. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 unfortunate. At least I think most of the people, and probably you'd have to include me on this side, would say rather have the trip to the Super Bowl than Justin Tucker's entire career. Well, you would have bought the ticket. Yeah, it's a, it's I'm oh, sure, sure, I would have. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's, a, it's <laughs> certainly a close call. And, and, uh, uh, let's see, who did the Patriots end up going on and playing in 2012? I have a hard time even remembering who that was. I'll just uh, say the Giants and I'm wrong. That was 2011. Yeah. So, yeah, I got the wrong years. Maybe the Seahawks. Was that, was that the Seahawks year? The Seahawks, then, I think. And, and then they, they choked they,
3: it. He, yeah, the year after? No. That was the Seahawks. I think
2: That's it might right. have been the one where they threw it away at the Marshawn Lynch game at the, on the uh goal line, so let's see who did who do they play in the in the season? yeah they the conference championship they don't have the super Bowl in here for some reason, or well, whatever, all right, so anyway, uh Ed really appreciate you coming on and talking yeah. about this uh' it's, it's just one of these uh moments, but an interesting question i think for for Ravens fans to consider you really are a uh throw it all away for now guy if you would trade Tucker for for one additional Super Bowl opportunity. I, I think it's 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 close, but I but to me it's a pretty clear decision that that I'd rather have the one additional Super Bowl and we'll take our chances on whatever kicker we get.
3: Maybe hindsight's 2020 20 on it because they did make the Super Bowl not long after.
2: The the yeah because the Ravens said yes. But yeah. <laughs> All right outstanding ed thanks so much for coming on uh vengeance uh at vengeance on twitter uh other folks out there if you'd like to be on a a that one play episode please hit me up with a dm on twitter i'd love to talk to you about it uh just what the play meant to you uh i'll certainly have some things to say from a historic perspective and possibly from a personal like in this game as well but i'd love to talk to you about it and hear from you soon ed thanks again for coming on
3: i appreciate you and appreciate everybody else thanks for listening
2: and we'll talk to you next time on film study
4: you know how to book flights and hotels